We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too good. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. If the Bucks do win it all, Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Uh, hey there. Welcome to Eurostep Podcast Network crossover podcast. I'm Ty Winnish, joined by Jordan Trusky and Rohan Cotty. I don't even have adjectives. Um, I always ask it, so I guess I'll ask it. Fellas, how's it going? <laughs> how's it going? How's it going? I don't want uh, to be here. <laughs> it's, I've been better in my yeah. life. Uh-huh. You know? Slightly. It's it's uh it's tough. It's yeah. it's it's a tough feeling right now. Uh Jordan, how are you? Okay. I've seen the Bucks lose painfully before, and I will see the Bucks lose painfully again. That's where I stand. So I think let's start with the not we don't need to dive into too much specifics about the game. Um it was in case you missed it, and you actually have no idea, which who knows? Who knows? Maybe there are people waking up for an early job saying, oh, new Eurostep. Let's hear their uh, Eurostep Podcast Network pod. Let's hear their take on the game. The Bucks lost by 41 points. 140 to 99 was the final score. The Bucks stock market result was all 10 players to play in the first half, I think. And Bud all got down stocks. Eleven down stocks, single down stocks. We didn't differentiate. I think that's the, the most ever. For sure, hundred percent is. We've oh. never we've never done this before. Unprecedented. It was, uh, and I, I I've said this before about games, but it's this has been the truest it's ever been. It was a true Murphy's Law game, and that everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. No Bucks player until like Pat and Goran Dragic, when everything was way out of hand, looked decent. Before that, no Bucks player played well. Like, it wasn't just a ceremonial downstock because the game went bad. We were looking through it on the playback. We did we did a playback for this. It was anyone who stuck around for most of the game or any part in the second half, true sickos. I mean that yeah. in the most endearing way possible. Um, it was horrible, and no one played well. We went through the box score and thought about what we'd seen, and like, yeah, no one was good. Uh, everything went wrong. And uh, meanwhile, on the other side, 
Jalen Brown in the first quarter and Jason Tatum in the rest of the game just didn't miss. I mean, the defense wasn't that poor tonight. There were times we'll talk about blow-bys that were. But on the Jays specifically, most of the defense, on their jumpers especially, was good. It just didn't matter. A total shellacking. Um, just any word you want to put up that is something bad is what happened. A whooping. A whooping. A walloping. A can of whoop they, ass. They, yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say they opened up a can of whoop butt. But not not just the whoop butt. You censored whoop butt. butt. Not not even like a, a a can of peas can like one of those big restaurant cans. You just special. Oh, yeah. Like the tomato sauce comes in, like the bear. Uh, beans. Spoiler. Yeah, beans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say spoiler for tomato sauce? No, I was going to say, yeah. never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Never Let's not go mind. back. Um, We've got to go back. Yeah, the Celtics had it popping tonight. Yes. Yeah. That was very much clear. It It's uh, like just setting the stage for this. I feel like. Just in terms of the general reaction to this game. Yeah. And again, I, I wasn't really taking this game in on Twitter. I was actually at the game, uh, which was which was fun. Uh, it's always a good time to go to a Bucks game. Did you get uh, uh, did you get shot it? by the Brodzuka? I did not. I didn't get hit in the oh. face this time. I actually if you I was, had, they might have won. Yeah. There's a strong <laughs> correlation there. <laughs> uh, but just to set the scene, it's the, the Bucks are coming off a game, which, again, I guess we should probably preface that the Bucks are on the second night of a back-to-back where they had and to travel. And a five and seven, yes. Yes, and a five and seven. Well, let's give them some credit. Uh, Meh. And it, coming off a game where their two best players did two best player things. Yeah. Uh, Drew Holiday, 51 points. Uh, Giannis Tetacupo, 38-point triple-double. Um it's sort of like both teams regress to the mean because in the Celtics last game, they lost to the Wizards by 20 or 19, I think. Yeah, the they final got score smoked was. by Kristaps. They did. So both teams were due for a regression of the mean game. And boy, did that hit. Yeah. That hit so hard. The Celtics were coming out here, like you mentioned, Ty, and hitting everything. It just seemed like Jalen Brown had such a rhythm early on. And that really got the Celtics momentum going. And they never let their foot off the gas from there. Meanwhile, the Bucs were still grasping for air, trying to find some semblance of offense to cling to, but couldn't really come up with that. Yeah, I agree with you that the offense in the second quarter was what ruined them, ruined the game for them and just made it made it impossible. First quarter, what was the what was the score after one? 34-26. Okay, so they, they pulled away a little bit, but it's eight-point lead is we've seen the Bucs. That that's nothing in the NBA. The the Celtics finally did slow down the shot making in the second quarter. We saw a bunch of Celtics misses on jumpers. That was the chance. Like if you're gonna make a comeback, and you know, did they have a chance technically at halftime? Sure, but in that second quarter, you know, you can go in with a single digits deficit. You know, at, at worst, if you execute good offense and take the momentum back. The issue is the Bucks just never had it outside of like. A couple early crisp buckets that was, you know, the game was really good early, just trading baskets back and forth. Looked like we maybe set up for a classic. Obviously, it was not. It was a classic for Celtics fans uh, and nobody else. Um, but the offense was so bad. I mean, jacking up all these semi-contested threes. Giannis was taking a bunch of threes early in the shot clock. Giannis, in general, forced a bunch of problematic looks. Milwaukee did not get comfortably in the paint. I mean, there was just very little ball movement. After they found Brooke down low a couple times early, they tried to force Brooke. He's doing these slow post-ups. He's getting stripped. Like, everything was just slow, sluggish, not enough effort. And certainly, I think the 5-7 and seven and the back-to-back with travel plays into that. 
but it's not enough of an excuse to get smoked by this much. And, and again, we'll get into, I think, how concerning this is overall. But for the game itself, of course it's inexcusable. I mean, the Jays in Boston played very well. But to get smoked like this on the home court despite a rest advantage is always going to be disappointing, even more so against the team that knocked you out of the playoffs, even more so when it was the game that basically ends any any chance Boston can get the one seed, which now, with how few games are left and the magic number still at four, that is not nearly a sure thing anymore, I think, that Milwaukee does get number one, especially with the way they played tonight. Jordan, what are your thoughts on all of that? Um, I obviously agree with uh, a lot, if not all the things you have said, both of you have said. Thanks. I think, I think the word for me that I was really missing tonight post first quarter was purpose. Mm. It, it's, it's the purpose. Um, it's the, a Jordan, it's the Jordan running, sorry. Uh, sorry. It is the, um, it's like you mentioned the it's the quick threes out of transition and if you're making stops you're doing that with like little to no regard which Giannis is very guilty of tonight. Um you know, I'm not trying to compare the two because the teams and the context of each performance is wildly different but watching the Pacers game and yes they did have Miles Turner and they had Jalen Smith fouled out there was you know they didn't have a lot of big man out there, but it was like, okay, we're going to make our offense click by getting into the paint. It's touched the paint. It was nearly a bucket, especially when Drew scoring 51 tonight. It was like, we're going to try to get mismatches mismatches. We're going to try to take advantage of our size, but kind of lost the plot for me a little bit where he's starting to go small. And then you're relying on shot makers. And when you're not making shot shots, where do you go? You know, that kind of thing where it's like, it, it just was, when they lose, they lose badly um, in these kind of situations. And yes, it, it's with context. It's five and seven, second night of back-to-back. It's, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, tonight of just like how things just kind of unraveled itself so fast. Um, obviously starts with, you know, sitting on 30 points for however long it was. I think that it was like a six-minute scoring drought. It felt them. like an eternity. Oh, yeah, of course, especially when the Celtics are walking up and hitting threes, and even when the Bucks are kind of playing defense, they didn't start to kind of, like, lose that until quite close. I just I kept looking up at the scoreboard. I'm like, oh, it's still 30. Oh, okay, let's keep going. Five minutes later, oh, wow, they're still at 30 points. Okay, this is fun. Yeah, but it's just I, I like I like what you said, Jordan. They lost their purpose, and like I, I agree with what you said. Bud sort of lost the plot a little bit. It was just not an inspiring game of basketball to say the very least. If you're the, the Milwaukee Bucks, you you it, it almost seems like the same sort of problems that have plagued them in the past are sort of rearing their ugly head in the worst possible way. And I guess if you want to look for a silver lining here, this is a regular season game. Sure, this isn't a playoff game. You've got time to adjust, but not not a ton of time. You got yeah. a month until you're potentially playing this game, this team in a seven game series. So it's this is the last final opportunity they had to like test their stuff out, really be a 
like sort of treat this like a playoff type game before the playoffs actually arrive against the Boston Celtics. This was the last opportunity. Who knows if Embiid and Arden are going to play in the Philly game uh, based on what they have been mm. doing, what the density of games or whatever they're yeah. calling it nowadays, uh, what that's going to be they're like. Killing. I think they both played in the last one. Harden struggled, though. So it'll be interesting yeah, to see how that – Dallas. Yeah. But like, there's no guarantee that it's going yeah. to be a playoff-type atmosphere against Philly. And by the time the Grizzlies game comes around, the Bucks. Destiny may already be sealed. So, well, the Grizzlies probably more so. I mean, I think they're pretty, pretty close to getting locked into two here. Um, Milwaukee's TBD. I mean, it really depends on Boston. Maybe at that point, Philly plays the Raptors Friday night, hosting the Raptors, and then their next game after that will be against the Bucks on Sunday. Just FYI, an important game, a very important game. Uh, yeah, should we talk takes, a little? Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, should we talk a little bit about seeding? Not quite yet. So okay. I thought this game, the real issue was, and I think we can now kind of sort out like what matters and what doesn't long term from this game. This game itself matters a lot. We will talk about seeding soon. Like the way the Jays shot, I, I'm not going to be concerned about that going forward because I didn't think the defense on them was atrocious. I thought Jay Crowder at his worst game as a buck and couldn't keep anyone in front of him. That was pretty glaring and, and pretty worrisome. He also hasn't played in a bit. I'm going to give him the benefit off of the ball, doubt for off now. ball wasn't great as well. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, that was concerning. I thought the biggest issue, though, and I don't know how – I think it's not all matchup. I think a lot of it is just what Jordan said, the lack of purpose offensively. But all the primaries on offense were bad, and that's just not something you can overcome. And I think that plays into Giannis trying to do too much. I think Giannis looks and sees end result – Chris 5 for 13, Drew 2 for 8, Joe Ingles 0 for 2. And that's when you get Giannis trying to do everything, every possession, and it looks terrible because Boston's too good for that. And Chris is 4 of 6 at 1.2. He was like – Chris started hot, yeah. One of the few people that actually start hot tonight. Can we we talk about Chris? Because that was my biggest takeaway from this game. Was that Chris – it was tough. Yeah. I I, I don't know if it stood out to me. It it stood it stood out to me and I don't know what it is maybe it, it was just the the like you mentioned he he started off hot but then cooled off rapidly uh, on the offensive end but it was just like I don't think we've really touched on this too much you and I tied but just the the defense was abysmal yeah he got beat off yeah. ball I think mostly it felt like. Off ball, Off ball there was a lot on of ball, transition was, defense it was it was terrible. Some of these you probably saw and we didn't. TNT was late to get to a bucket like four times in the first half. Yeah. Were they? That's yeah. Not bad. Yeah, like it would be something was going in, like the, the Tatum the Tatum West foul in the corner. We didn't see that live. There was a transition look. We didn't get to see it. Oh, that as was well. an egregious foul, by the way. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe and it. And we can't talk about it because we can't. On the replay, you could tell. I mean, he basically humped him. Um, oh, did he? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was body to body, full frontal contact uh. for sure. Uh, but I, but yeah, what I said just, in the playback was if he hadn't done that, it's probably a made three the way the way Tatum was shooting at that point in the game. So maybe it was a good call. Uh, but it, it was just like the the way Chris was playing. I was like, wow, the Bucks really need Drew Holiday to be their second best player. See, I, I think the, I think I, I blame Chris less because at least he was shooting, whereas almost nobody else besides Giannis was. Drew having eight shots in this game is not close to good enough. Four of them were threes. 
And those were his only makes. He was 0 for 4 from 2. That's when I was like, oh, okay, they're really just like, let's see if the shots fall and they'll, like, they were willing themselves based on the result of a three. That's where, like, that's when we talk about, like, they're too dependent on threes, is that, like, they feel like that will, you know, give them the surge that they need, not a Baco. Um (laughs) Never a Bacchus. Never a Bacchus. There's somebody on Bucks Twitter NBA, right now. The NBA has said that. There's somebody right now who's going, if they had Serge Ibaka, this game would have been different. There's always someone with the most random take of all time. Ibaka burner. At Ibaka yeah, burner right which now. Which is literally Serge. But it's like that's where it gets frustrating to see these offensive displays is that like that is not going to lead to good offense or anything like that. A lot of the things that we – have talked about the Bucks being stagnant and stuff like that. Like that was just happening so much tonight where it's not just the walk of threes, but it's like, okay, Chris calls for a ball screen. Giannis doesn't set it until like 10 seconds of the shot clock. And the other three players on the floor are just standing around. Yeah. They didn't move nearly enough off the ball. No. Um, who do you guys know? Which starter took the most threes? Probably Giannis. Wasn't it? It's Giannis. Yeah. 0 for 5. Chris 1 for 4. Brooke 0 for 1. Shockingly low for Brooke. Drew 2 for 4. Grayson 1 for 3. Um, that's just a huge problem in itself. I mean, that's that's silly. The, the top three players to take the most, Javon was 2 for 8. Made a pull-up in transition early. I was like, oh, can Javon turn this game? No, he Javon could not. And then Bobby was 2 for 6. It's like, whatever. Bobby, again, shot a lot. Didn't shoot well. There's just no one had a good performance. Goran Dragic made a lot of impressive threes. Pat played well. That's the other big, I think, takeaway, I guess, from this game. Pat was not in the 10-man rotation against Boston. Made Bud look a little silly for that, considering he played well. I, I know Pat has not played well over the last couple months. Playing him below West, I don't know if that bore out. As a, I mean, again, do I think this changes the game? No. I do think it's pretty noteworthy, though, how that shook out in the rotation. Yeah. yeah. It, it's interesting, especially considering how much – like success Pat has had against Boston in the past. It's like yeah. Thon and Toronto. It's mm. it's Boston. It's, Pat. Home, it's his hometown team. Yeah, it's it, it's got to be. I mean, we've we've talked a lot about uh, how Pat has struggled and why it's good that the Bucks have a lot of options. It also works in reverse, where it's like if the other options aren't doing well, hey, maybe Pat is a good option as Pat well. Was a lot better than Jay Crowder in this one game, and it's only one game. But in this one game, he was the best close. wing in that in this game. He was three for four from the field, two for two from deep, three assists, two rebounds. It actually yeah. moved and it was dynamic. That is the exact point I was going to yeah. mention. Is that like, again, not to keep harping on this, but the offense is what failed them tonight. Yeah. Bucks offense gets stagnant when they're not just missing shots, but when people are just standing around. Pat is, yeah, he's having a down year. No question about it. But he is still doing things to make things move. He can still like if he it's not just, you know, uh putting the ball on the floor and uh putting down a nice take or something like that. He'll pass he made some really good passes out there that kind of set up good looks from three, yeah. even with the game well out of reach. So Wes oh, Well <laughs> I was gonna say like Wes can do that, but he's not nearly uh athletic enough as Pat yeah. to do that now. Where and even Grayson, I mean, we saw just like classic Grayson of like home fake and 
try to maneuver his way around as Celtics defense that just looked, you know, it was not successful. So, yeah, just not having Pat on the floor loses that little kind of like off ball movement. You guys want to know something fun about Pat for a little bit of a, oh boy. a, a little fun thing? This is unrelated to the game. So, He's knocking in, down in, your building. God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> Pat, please don't. Um, it's uh, they, one of the in-game, uh, like, uh, what entertainment things was like yeah. a minute to win it thing where it's like someone has to name X amount of things in a minute and then they face off against a Bucks player. It was baseball teams considering it was opening day today. Shout out the Brewers for losing to the Cubs. Uh, <laughs> uh, as you mentioned, Ty, this is the Brewers' fault. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they said they they started the day on an awful tone. I will say shout out to Wisconsin men's ice hockey. Made a great hire today. The only Wisconsin so I don't know why we're talking about this game, theoretical game that did not happen. All that happened in Wisconsin sports today was Mankato's head coach poached. Mike Hastings, baby. Mike Hastings. Mike Hastings. New pod coming soon, the Mike Hastings hour. Go ahead, Rohan. I'll pretend to know what any it's of that is. a playback meant. bit. Um, okay. We were just we were searching for something positive to talk about. That, and options. then we started predicting what the Bucks oh. would tweet at the end of quarters. Oh, nice. The the third quarter tweet, we were all <laughs> off. It was so good. Just through three. Just like no hope. Just a, a pure fact. Uh, but okay, the, Pat the, baseball teams. Yeah, the, the minute to win it was how many baseball teams could you name in a minute? And the, the fan got like 18, which is like, you know, that's respectable. But then the Bucks player obviously is Pat. And he started naming like one a second. It took him like, <laughs> it took him no time at all. But the most impressive thing about it was that there was no order. He didn't go by division. He didn't go by alphabetical order. He didn't go wow. by geography. He didn't go by mascot or anything. It was the most random ass order you could ever think of. But he just kept on going and going and going. And I was like, how on earth is he doing this? But did you guys know that Pat Connaughton played baseball? Orioles, Orioles org. Guess random. That's how he won. Guess random. Oh, wow, he really did. It um, was it was one of the most jarring things I've ever seen. How many did he get? He got all 30. And he got all 30? Minute? Yeah. He got it in like 40 seconds or something. Okay, let's do it right now. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I could do Pat, it probably Pat, not in a minute. I could name all the teams. I would say 75 seconds I could probably get it. I, I would have to go by division, though. I couldn't just yeah, pull it all out. Did he, did he ever say one twice? No. Maybe he has, like, a preferred order of teams he wanted to play for, and that's... Yeah. Like, you know how the some kids have, like, a weird mnemonic like, device? The, he's, what if he, he... Go ahead. I think I know the order. It was the first round draft. Oh, oh. He's oh. stacking all the teams that passed him over. He's yeah, like, I remember. Go full Draymond. Yeah. But Pat won the night. Yeah. And then Goron. None of the shit Goron did looked repeatable. He throws up some of the wildest <laughs> shots. I was like, these look horrible. And they just kept falling. Whatever, the though. NASA's, the NASA's headbutted Blake Griffin. One of the weakest flagrants. I don't know what it is about the Tedekumpos and headbutts. Can you throw out the a same player? take about Giannis. Is. Like, that's a weak headbutt to throw a guy out for. Can you throw out a player who is smiling as he's headbutting a player? They, they've done it twice. Uh, I don't know. Giannis, I don't think, was smiling. I can't remember. He was that. not smiling. He was not smiling. No. No, he's like. Giannis was, was harder than Thanasis's. Neither was that. Just as a guy who knows a lot about headbutt ferocity, it wasn't. It's pretty light on the scale. 
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Huh? Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll ask you about that offline. Um, I, was, yeah, I was just saying something. I don't. I had my nose broken, but I, it wasn't a headbutt. Actually, I did get ran into by someone's head once, but it wasn't intentional. It was football. Oh, yeah. That's how they explain it. I mean, it's not a headbutt. Yeah. It's just football. That's yeah. What <laughs> it's just. That's why. That's why Chris Paul sent that helmet to Mikael Bridges. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of people getting hit in the face, Chris Middleton had to leave yeah. the game after getting uh, an elbow, elbow to the face by uh, Jalen Brown. I don't, you probably couldn't see from from in there. There was a nasty angle of just like blood gushing out of his mouth. Oh, you, you could see it. Oh, you nasty. could see it. Thankfully, Chris got back to the bench. I know he got the stitches for the laceration, I believe. Jordan Strong got me. I was already working on the stock suite, I think. And Jordan reads the tweet of the update and then goes, he'll be out two to four weeks. I was like, what? I was like, oh, no. I just mean that. I was like, oh, damn it, Jordan. That's a good one. U-L-I-O-I, upper lip, uh, lacerate. That's not. I thought you were going to go use it or lose it. He was. He was trying to make it. That's why I was trying to make a play out of it. Yeah. We are really off the rails here. Well, what what else would it be? Also, there That's wasn't fair. that much to talk about with this game. Uh, but yeah. but Chris, yeah, Chris Middleton get, did get hurt. Uh, it was just it, everything that could go wrong, like you mentioned yeah, earlier. Murphy's Ty, Murphy's long. It just long. everything went wrong. Is there? Can we talk about seating now? Uh, yeah. Do you want a bug yeah. quote that Eric named tweeted? Oh, yeah. Sure. I think we need it. Hopefully, we don't look. Pal- oh, this is. Uh, he asked if they throw the game away or obsess over it. Quote, bud. Quote. Hopefully we don't look past it, and hopefully we don't obsess over it. Just neither. Um, we weren't our best, and we got to learn how to be our best, no matter the circumstances. Man, he's so good at those answers. I know. Just uh, actually, neither of those, Eric. Neither, but if, we had to remember. If Bud wasn't the head coach, he would be a great politician. We're gonna properly yes, win this game. Actually, he would be a fantastic politician. Well, yeah, would not. He, but he would never be like an. He would never be a president. He would be like a. Like the most effective comp troller in Arizona history. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Comp troller is like the perfect bud. Yeah. Just public like, enough public enough a position that you have to make appearances. Yep. But down the pecking order. Yeah, like, like he's not I need to talk to the comptroller. Bud would never do a state of the union. Like he would say no to running for president just on that alone. Like, no, I'm not gonna. 
I'm not going to give a speech. That's not what I do. Um, I'll never. He lied never, on the low post. They, they, oh, switching more. You change your defense. He's like, I don't think we really changed it that much. I was like, Bud, we watched for years. Great I have console. a handy, have a handy chart do? here. I have a handy chart made by oh, Rohan, Rohan Caddy. Caddy. Oh yeah, I do I, have that. Up as it's well. a Caddy. Caddy. Um, I have to early. use the chart that says Celtics beat the Bucks. Is it is it Rohan's fault for even making that chart? I think it is. I'll, I will take the blame on this one. So we're talking about seeding here now. And in terms Rohan of stopped like, asking. Rohan, Rohan said, no, we're talking about it. I mean, like, I don't know how many times I have to ask about talking about seeding before we actually do it. Jordan's got the chart pulled up. I've got the table pulled up. We're fucking talking about it. All right. I bet Rohan was about to go with this, like, big apology. I am sorry for all the people who told me not to go to this game. I am sorry. He's like, we are talking about this chart. We are talking about this chart. Um, So, basically, I just, uh, I mapped a, like, a matrix of what would happen uh, for the Bucks' remaining schedule and the Celtics' remaining schedule, both teams have five games left. So just based on the records, what would happen? And it looks like if the Bucks would have won this game, there yeah. would have only been one possible scenario for the Celtics to finish ahead of the Bucks in the standings, and that's if the Celtics won the remaining five games and the Bucks lost the remaining five games. Every other outcome possible, the Bucks would finish higher than the Celtics. Now it's a little more complicated. So the Bucs are guaranteed. They technically control their own destiny still in this regard. If they go 4-1 and one in their remaining five, or they go 5-0, and oh, they finish above the Celtics. If they finish 3-2, and two, you, if, or any, anything else before them, you need the Celtics to uh, lose at least uh, a game. So if the Bucs finish 3-2, and two, you need the Celtics to lose one. If the Bucks finish two and three, you need the Celtics to finish two. The Bucks go one and four, you need the Celtics to lose uh, those two. You need, uh, and if you go zero oh and five, you need the Celtics to go two and three. No, they need four losses, right? I think the magic number is four. No, that's for the one seed. Yeah, that's what we're talking about, isn't it? It's it's technically a little different because Philly still has a possibility of being the one yeah. seed. I'm just talking about who finishes higher out of Celtics and Bucks. Um. Mm, okay. And I would, they, assu- I would assume too, because the Celtics and Sixers have not finished their season series, that will inform you. Know, yeah, that's what makes it a little tiebreaker there. I was purely talking about who finishes higher, Boston or Milwaukee, and in most outcomes, that is the one seed, but it's not yes. guaranteed. Yes. Yeah. So essentially, it boils down to the Bucks still do control their own destiny. They have five games remaining. Uh, they if they, they can lose one more game to guarantee that they finish higher than Boston, no matter what Boston does. Here's the interesting thing about this: is I have heard that Philly does not want to see Boston in the second round because Philly doesn't like that matchup. The Sixers play both teams. If the Sixers beat Milwaukee and punted to Boston, they could do a lot of work in determining this bracket. And I don't think that's something beyond a Daryl Morey team of attempting to do. I'm going to be on the watch for that. That would not shock me. 
So if they, you, you wouldn't be shocked if Philly fell to four. No, 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 no. I'm if they beat Milwaukee and lose to Boston, they influence that that those two teams a lot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I, I think that's that's something that's in their control. Like play hard against Milwaukee and then rest Joel and Harden, maybe even Maxi against Boston. We'll see. They're, they're getting fairly safe for for four, but that that was their issue with them just dropping to four no matter what anyway is if Boston went up to one, then that also gives them them in the second round. But now they can try and help Boston get to one while remaining in the two, three. It's just... Philly, yeah. I was going to say, Philly is two and a half games up on Cleveland. Yeah. And I believe this probably has changed. Actually, it probably hasn't because Philly has the hardest closing schedule of what remains this year. It would have been a lot easier if the Bucks just won this game. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes. Yeah. They just had to go and screw everything up. Uh, but it's just, it's so close at the top. And this also basically determines who has home court throughout the entirety of the playoffs because the Nuggets are sitting at 51 and 24 and realistically not going to pass either Boston or Milwaukee for the best record in the NBA. That's, There's a lot to play for with five games left. Yeah. It's still it's still there for Dallas. It's the same amount of losses as Boston, so it's still possible. But they would need Milwaukee and Boston to fall off a bit to have outright the best record. Yes. Philly's almost out of it for the one seed. Philly's four and a yes. half back of Milwaukee. So it's, that's, it's, that's pretty, it's very unlikely that it'll be a three-way tie, especially with Philly's schedule and the fact that they play both of those teams still. And that's why I just made the chart based on Boston, Milwaukee, yeah. not the one seed. Because technically, the the Sixers, if they win out, they and uh, the Bucks, uh, and they beat the Bucks, and the Bucks lose more than like two games, and Philly lose or Boston loses out, Philly still technically could be the one seed, but that's very very unlikely. Milwaukee would have to go one and four and lose to Philly, and then they could end with the same record if Philly won out, and then they yeah. could. So Philly's not out of it, but they're like one game out of it, basically. One or two games out of it. Um, they're back four in the lost column of Milwaukee. So and that's the Bucks, why the magic number is four. Yeah. For Milwaukee. The Bucks' remaining schedule. The Philly game. Big game for us. Big game for the Bucks now. This, you know, we hyped up the Boston game. It was a huge game. As Rohan, you laid out nicely. If the Bucks had just won that game... None of this would matter. They would need one Celtics loss or one win over the rest of the season to lock up the one seed. They did not. They were not all that close. Now the Philly game is becomes very important because if you can win that game, I think it's important on two levels. One, you know, there is the the issue of the Bucks not having that many resounding regular season victories this year. It's still not something I'm that obsessed with just because I trust this core We've seen them win a championship. Like the regular season is so murky. We've also seen Boston duck a game against them. The Warrior, no, not the Warrior. The Nuggets ducked a game against them. Like we've seen some of these teams take away the opportunity for it to be a, a marquee game anyway. It would be nice though for a real, true, resounding win over a contender. It's the last opportunity for that outside of maybe Memphis, depending on how you feel about Memphis. And it's a big game to get that big win against a hard team. And then only need three more wins plus Boston losses to lock up the one seed. 
And it's a big game to to perform for the GSPN crew. Yep. Oh, I have to throw that on them. Yeah, well, let's throw everything on them. Also, we can answer a question from the last pod. Giannis's MVP is dead. Yes, it's gone. Yeah. He was third in the straw poll. I still think he had a chance, but it's this over. was the this was like an opportunity. It, this was one of two. I mean, it was this and Philly are the last Bucks games people are really going to care about, to be honest, outside yeah. of Milwaukee. And it's it's gone. And Boston. Like, yeah, true. <laughs> it it's absolutely gone. He's not winning. I don't know who's going to win. It's going to come down to the wire, honestly. But if the, it's not going to be it. You know what would be the if, funniest possible thing? Is if voters couldn't decide Jokic and beat Jokic and beat. Fuck it. We'll vote Giannis. It's possible still. I think very unlikely now. Very unlikely. But it'd be really funny. Yeah. Um, after the Sixers game, big game. Wizards, Bulls, back-to-back. Home. Wizards road. is a big game. A road home. It is. Road home. My Washington Wizards, Washington, I was so happy with them when they beat Boston. I'll be even happier if they can roll over against the Bucks. Well, that that loss is still very helpful because yeah, whatever room that the Bucks have now, that would have been even tighter had the Celtics not. Same with getting the Indiana game, even though it was a exactly. little close around halftime. Yep. We have a, a quote from Drew Holiday. Oh, boy. To the game. From Eric Name of The Athletic. I feel like we were focused on this game, and we came out and just kind of shitted the bed. Yeah. When I say that, I mean we didn't play to the best of our ability. <laughs> we didn't play as well as we could. <laughs> he uh, said it honestly at first, then Ole, let me let me Budenholzer this statement. Um, four, I'd say five. Pretty no no absolute gimmies for the Bucks here. Uh, ironically, I almost think Grizzlies could be the closest if they're just totally locked into two and they don't send anyone to Milwaukee. Um, but it, it's not going to be easy. I think Boston helping out the Bucks by dropping some more winnable games, which has been kind of their MO for a lot of the season, would be very nice. What do you guys expect Boston to go from here with their five games? Jazz, Sixers, Raptors, Raptors, Hawks. Jazz is on the second night of a back-to-back Two. Yep. But it's at home. Still. But it's still, still it's travel, yeah. I think I think honestly four and one. This is two actually three out of these five games are back to backs. I didn't realize at Sixers home Raptors is also a back to back for them. I'd say three and two. I also I was thinking three and two as well. And since they since they're Boston, they're gonna they're gonna beat Philly soundly, lose one of the Raptors games, and then like lose to the Hawks or something. Um, when Adam and I did, a, I think we had 10 games left. That was our last win in six. Um, I said that they would finish out the year or seven and three. So they've had their two losses between Denver, which second night of back to back and Boston. Second night of the schedule sucked. Schedule sucks. So, so bad. and the bulls, I mean, they're in the plan. Right I was going to say the play-in is making these games more competitive than they would have been for exactly. Chicago, for Toronto, for Atlanta, and maybe for Wizards, but they may be done already by then. Yeah, I bet I would also imagine the Bulls have some sort of tiebreaker on them too. Who knows? Well, I think but, they're um, just too far down right now, the Wizards are. Yeah, the Wizards are. Yeah. Oh, two, two, games, two games, two games. So they'll probably still be playing by the time Milwaukee sees them. By the time not only Milwaukee sees them tie, 
What? I mean, Milwaukee will see them. I was trying to. I was trying to do some promo. Oh yeah, we'll see them at the watch party. Yeah, we will. Come watch again. The watch party. Better than this one. Wash party. Wash party. Wash party. Wash party. Tuesday, April fourth, at Pilot Project yeah. in Milwaukee. It's going to be a fun time. Come through. Come hang out with us. Come enjoy the game with us. It'll be a great time. Yeah. Whole crew's going to be there. Adam, Andrew, us, Newmark. It's going to be a good time. I was making sure you didn't leave anyone out, cause any beef. <laughs> That'd be really fun. I should have left. Uh, I should have left Newmark, Newmark out. Oh, <laughs> come on, guys. <laughs> Because oh. I know he's going to take it the most personally. Oh, well, gee, that's well, that's not a good bit then. No. I mean, I know my shtick is pro-bullying, but jeez. I didn't I. do that, though. Well, yeah, but then you no, salivated over thinking you about doing it. Both of you did. <laughs> I know. I, I put it all on Rohan. <laughs> yeah, Rohan, you, you totally said it. You were the only one to say that. That's just terrible. I'm uh, kidding. I love you, New Buck. And um, we're we're going to be excited to hang out with all of you. Yeah, Come through yeah, on yeah. Tuesday, April 4th. <laughs> Um, Brewers, Mets, Washington, Milwaukee. Washington. Washington. I have a Mike Dunlap tweet that kind of... Fresh? Everything. Is this uh, Aaron Hernandez? This is not Aaron Hernandez. He tweeted about Aaron Hernandez this week. Yeah, he tweeted about Aaron Hernandez. It was a nice mental health tweet. Yeah, but it was... I don't know why he used used that the framework. Yeah. Um, This is tweeted before the Nuggets game. So maybe he... Or saw something. Oh. Um, tweeted 3.58 p.m. March 25th, 2023. <laughs> Suffering. Yeah. Hardships. Difficult times. Absolutely brutal. Mm. Process, yes. That said, after some time, a person must decide to get up and go. No finesse to that moment. None. It sucks, but putting perfume on that revelation won't get it done. Wow. I think that perfectly talks about this night. I agree. Of Bucks, of Bucks basketball. That was well said by you and Mike Dunlap. You get Thank credit you. too for reading it. <laughs> I'm just, it's just the dictation. That's, yeah. I'm just a, I'm Elton John to his Bernie Taupin. Sure. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening here. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what do we think the Bucks go then? So if we, if let's say, let's just we'll go with the uh, majority vote, three and two for three Boston. Two. They lose two more times. The Bucks only need to win twice. Then three. They or, need. They two, need two, one two, more two. win. It's, the magic no. number is four, correct? Yeah. Yes. So if they the go, Bucks essentially need one more win than Boston. Right. Um, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, no. So if the Buck, if the, if the Celtics go three and two, the Bucks need to go at least two and three. Yes. Okay. They have a they have a game buffer. That yes. Right. Yes. So that is yes. correct. That they would be. That I, guess I was going to say they can't tie in the loss column anymore. But yeah, that yep. since Milwaukee's two losses ahead, Boston takes two. That's twenty six. The Bucks are at twenty-two now, so they can they could take up to three losses in that case. So yes, so it's four. That's the number to keep in mind. Four, four Ooh. Bucks wins and Celtics losses, assuming Philly loses at some point. So the Bucks would need to win just twice. So 
it's still very much in their favor. At this point, it really comes down to don't blow it. Don't blow it. Take care of business. Starts with Philly. Set the tone. Philly, if that is where it's going to be the bellwether. Yep. Because at, at, at a certain point, too, you know, I think Boston has to look over if they if they take a loss kind of early in this. Milwaukee beats Philly. He's off the gas a little bit, potentially. Who knows? Who knows? Teams are having weird ends of seasons and weird runs in March lately. But, you know, if the magic number is down to two and both games, both teams have four games left, you know, Boston maybe not pushing as hard then for the remaining games. But what you don't want to do is keep the door open. That's why it would have been great to win in general. You don't want to make it go down to the last day. And I just, I worry about that scenario where, I mean, going into Toronto for a day game on a Sunday, would the Raptors relish anything more than knocking the Bucks out of the one seed? Even Nick if it Hurst potentially made their guys on the court, even if it made their path potentially harder by doing, I don't know if they would look at it that way or not. But um, and they're still, they could still move up to seven, eight, too. Their whole season is probably going to matter. That I really, you got to wrap it up before the 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 Raptors game. Yeah, and just essentially go, they just go they're closing five zero. Yeah, just go five zero. Well, four one. Four wins and you're done, and then Toronto doesn't matter. Yeah, just go win sixty. Why not? It's still possible, barely. Um, and their last five games are coming in eight nights, and it's a lot of home, away, home, way. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah, it is still a tricky path, but at least things are looking up with. The team's health, I would say. Yeah, um, that's a good. Only Myers Leonard was out, and then Chris yeah. got hit in the face. It's yeah, um, probably not a long term thing. I would imagine. Hopefully not. Hopefully Shouldn't not. Have. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, you have, you have something to do on for the last or for the next couple of days. So you gotta uh, just for for the seating and just for proving you're the top dog. You go kill Philly. You got to. I mean, the it's end of the season. You have to. You can't do. You can't have two stinkers in a no. row against contenders. And, and you can't do it. It's just after the the full cross legged photo yesterday was so yeah. cute. But you can't do that and then go put it lose by forty one to the Celtics. Yeah. Or did they lost by fucking forty one <laughs> points? We <laughs> okay. We're getting you, Jordan. I told you. This is it's just like this is it's finally hitting me. Like what? What is it? What? What just yeah. happened? I, I I was on Rohan's side. I thought Rohan was going to make it through the pod without this happening. We almost did. No, I mean, it's called. I'm basically. This is going to be the weirdest comparison of all time. But call oh. me Samuel L. Jackson and think of the movie. Got to be as so Jurassic- much more specific because there's so many films. Yeah, there's a lot of movies. Think think of Jurassic Park. You can only contain the Samuel L. Jackson in the character for so long before he goes full Samuel L. Jackson, and that's me right now. Wow. Because honestly, like it's just hitting me. What the fuck just happened? I think like, it, like how, how do you how do how do you as a contending organization as a contending team are you happily going out there making memes in Indiana and then coming out here and getting your asses kicked at home <laughs> making memes in Indiana, in Indiana. <laughs> it's like a, oh. like a J Cole said some uh, fellows make millions some fellows make memes that's Rohan's energy right now. Can we? He may have said a different word, not fellows, but can we make a shirt 
that has that photo, and then it just says making memes in Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> making memes in Indiana since 2023. Oh, it's like cool. You God. beat the Pacers. Good job. Most teams do. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to argue with you on this. I was very disappointed. I just, I feel like Jordan and I got so much energy out having to riff for the whole game. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That I, I don't know. I, I, I for a lot of reasons you had to be the one to do this tonight, Rohan. And I knew this was coming. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I thought I could make it through. How without upset did it. you get at the game? I I I I, I was very calm. What was your was favorite very... cardigan? Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, I had to, it's I had hard to, to be upset in a cardigan. Yeah, purple cardigan because the bus <laughs> 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 It's hard to be upset when you're wearing a cardigan. I might rock one uh, at a at a baseball game. I know you're future. going to. You're gonna rock a cardigan at a baseball game? Yeah, I might. Dude, I might do it. You might get beer bit. spilled all over them. Yeah, well, pick mean, your worst cardigan or your, yeah, like pick, your most yeah, weather pick, resistant cardigan. Yeah, weather tech. You're gonna be the only guy at the trough in a cardigan. I fear. You know what they say about. Be the only guy in the, <laughs> in the trouble. I don't know. I don't know. They this say, is that's, a, the they say that's a nice fellow named Rohan. That's a nice Connie. fellow. That's all they say. And he's going to carry he's on. He's not making way. memes in Indiana. But no. Uh, um, I feel like Giannis, the, end of, the end of these pods are always better. Go ahead, Jordan. Giannis uh, was asked. Uh, this is Gabe Stoltz of Brew Hoop. Giannis was asked a similar question that Drew Holiday There's only so many questions you could ask after this one. Of course. Um we know what the deal is. It's not hard to understand. If you cannot focus, if you cannot play hard, they're going to kick our ass. It's as simple as that. Sounds yeah. like a man that was making memes in India. Yeah, maybe. Why, why didn't it follow up? Be honest. How come we didn't do that? I wouldn't say that to him, I don't think. But it would have been a good question to ask. It's just embarrassing. Honestly, yeah. it was embarrassing. It's, uh, they, like, like, can can we play good on national TV once? You have one good game. They were, I will say, it, good on Bucks fans though, because there were a lot of like Celtics fans in in the crowd trying to like egg on Bucks fans, trying to get them to react, and they didn't. Yeah, I mean, there was not enough energy to. The no. team wasn't inspiring, and if they made a fake comeback, then maybe. But I, I was I was getting I tweeted the Giannis unseen freaky hours video and said tonight's gonna be special and had an MVP tweet a bunch of Celtics fans were getting I I didn't engage I just muted both tweets I was like I don't even have when your team plays this bad what am I gonna say back Well actually there's still two losses ahead no it's it, there's no there's no response. <laughs> uh scoreboard for the season oh uh, we handled Detroit and Indiana better than you did Shane. No, nah, I don't you know. Have- I turned from a nerd to a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer oh. Fudd just made it appear. Me and the Lonely Hearts Club, <laughs> Shane. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Shout uh, out to anyone who's. We've uh, reached maybe. delirium. Yeah. But uh, I think these are our best pods, honestly. Oh, yeah. I would prefer if it was after a big win that drained us emotionally a different way. But. Maybe pound for pound, emotional baggage for emotional baggage. These are our best pods. If anyone listens, yeah. we hope that this was helpful. It was yeah. for I do feel better. 
I do I feel, feel better. better. I got a, I got a little you bit got, of a ramped yeah. up. Yeah. You hit the you hit the Rohan octave. Yeah. Trademark. Copyright. It's like the brown. I was trying note. not to because Jordan yeah. before we started recording, Jordan was like, "Oh, is he gonna hit it? Is he gonna hit yeah. it?" And then I just like, you know what? I'm gonna contain. I'm gonna contain. Nope, couldn't do it. I'm glad I broke right. the seal on the cursing early, so we got ahead of that. Yeah. Big Wouldn't question for you, Rohan. Is it problematic yeah, to tweet a gif of the Hindenburg to? Yeah. Because we talked about this in the playback. I didn't know if it was too soon or not to use that. I did it. We It was I, a four-to-one vote in, in the playback chat. I put it up. I did democracy. And the people said, no, you won't get canceled for You're not going to get canceled for that. Also, I used the pod account. So really, it could have been. And it could have been. I would have blamed Eugene. Eugene would have been the fall guy. Sorry, Eugene. Eugene wisely went to bed at halftime. Yes, he did. Shout out to Eugene for actually staying for a half. I know. I, yeah. I was actually shocked that he did it too. I was like, you know, it's bad because Eugene, Eugene stays like that. Yeah. But no, you're not going to get canceled for that. Yeah. Or, well, sorry, Eugene's, Eugene's not going to yeah, get canceled. Eugene's, Eugene's not going to get canceled. It was his idea, but. <laughs> Everyone follow Eugene. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Eugene, it's just like, it, was a per- it, it was a perfect encapsulation of this Bucks game. It was just a train wreck from start to finish. Yeah. At no point. Like the, the Bucks didn't even give you a point to be like, hey, let's enjoy this game. No, that, it so just it's started not really terribly. like the Hindenburg because the Hindenburg got over the ocean. That's true. I think I'm doing a disservice to the Hindenburg. Now I, I have a, I have, <laughs> I have an example. Oh no, where, I, I, I don't think we can do Challenger. Well, you said it. I did. <laughs> Eugene I said it. Away. Eugene said it. Eugene said it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tweet the video of that though. You can't do the video. That's the problem. It has to be something from so long ago. Oh my goodness. Uh, what is. Can we just tweet a, a gift from the movie Titanic? But again, it got pretty far. It did. It did get far. It, I've watched a montage of ships falling out of dock immediately capsizing. It was basically that. How long is this the. Sub- <laughs> it's like sub- eight minutes. Is this a submechanophobia wow. thing? Uh, it, it led me to submechanophobia. In college, I was that guy. I would just put on random stuff at the function. Like there's music going and I would, I would type in, at the function. ship fails. And it's like, stra- strap in, boys. This is going to be a wild one. We're going in. Um, also, um, Adam I pulls up to the party and be like, hey, guys, we're watching where's your, ro- where's your Roku remote? I got something for you. <laughs> what, about, what about Animal Planet? You were about to say something with Animal Planet. Uh, those um, was it was it like um, not, what's the one before Blue Planet? Oh, Planet Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. put on Planet Earth on mute with party music on. I would just get lost in it for like an hour. It's still really good with just random party. That music is on. a contrasting themes of emotion. Like it's like would... you know, Kid Ink or whatever is playing, and I'm just watching like this insane crab. Like yeah. blend into the surroundings, and I'm just like, I don't need to talk to anyone here. This you is way like a, more interesting. A tree frog, like, yeah, blend into a leaf, and Zed is playing. If the birds are flying over two continents, I don't need to hear about like what how your classes are going. Priorities. What's a what's your guy's favorite animal? Mm. Mine's my easy. dog. Elephants. My dog Sophie. Mm. Okay, besides besides a pet. Um, what is your answer? Ron's got an answer. You got to fire the elephants. 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 I don't know if I like any of them. I like animals. I like I don't know them. If I like but... enough, yeah. 
They all scare me a little. That's fair. So wild. I like squirrels. Really? Yeah. I, I feel like they had a bad rap, but they're pretty graceful creatures. They are. They are. They're very cute, too. This is where we ended up on, on the playback, too. We are just talking about anything besides... At one point, I just go, Jordan, what about Junior Spivey? And we just went, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a former it's brewer, Rohan. Ah. Oh. Yeah. We playing that, you know, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. We're yeah. remembering dudes. Yeah. Just guys talking about dudes. Just guys being dudes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah Ship Fails, good. some really good YouTube videos. Yeah. Number two is Penguins for me, I think. Oh, Penguins are good. Penguins are good. I wanted to I wanted to do the Mr. Popper's Penguins thing when I was a kid. Logistically, it's a nightmare, but I thought it would be cool to own a penguin. They're probably kind of creepy up close. They smell Maybe, terrible. yeah, because they're bigger than you'd expect. They smell terrible. And they're, they're, they're like water-resistant birds. They're like... Yeah. They have that like weird oil on their legs. Yeah, there's no way it's good to hug a penguin. No. Not for no, them just, or you. That's just like the BP oil spill. Yeah. Right, right there. I don't I know like if there's any animals that are good to hug. Dog? Dog. A dog. Yeah, we, we discounted pets. Dogs for sure. A lion. That's about it. No, that's not going to... Don't do that. I feel, like, I, I feel like hugging a lion would be like... It'd be, it'd be fun. Have You're you gonna end up on the next like season the of Tiger. Yeah, but I, I, okay. Are you saying it's fun because of the danger? Involved? No, 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 no. Like, just like you've seen those videos of like the animal handlers like going in, like hugging, hugging the tigers, hugging the uh, lions and stuff. I mean, I think is if it, you if the, if you can erase the danger, I think like a gorilla picking you up in a big hug would feel so secure. Yeah. Oh yeah, but you can't but do that. Yeah. No, because there's always an element of spine. They could pressure you. Yeah. Yeah. Without, like, any effort. Yeah. Roll gold. It's a pretzel. I said, yeah, it's a pretzel. Yeah. I didn't say pretzel. <laughs> oh. I thought there was a gorilla spokesman for rolled gold I wasn't aware of. I was trying to think back. But then I got, I realized that I had said Maybe pretzel. the sun's mascot? Oh, yeah. That's a. I, I've never had that one explained to me. And I don't want to know. Also, by the way, at the game, at the Bucks Celtics game, there was a guy wearing a Kevin Durant Suns jersey. And oh. I was like, are you? I was like, bro, are you lost? I never, I, I, never, him, I never liked the unrelated shirts. <laughs> I didn't say that to him. There was if, also someone wearing a Luis Robert uh, White Sox jersey. Wow. That's like, really. Okay. Hmm. I know Rohan does. Do you, would you guys wear? Do you guys ever cross like same no. same region, no. different sport? Yeah, I think it's tacky. No, I like to wear like a, a Bucks jersey to a Brewers game. Yeah, just feels Plus it's like Giannis Brewers jersey. Yeah, well, that's different. For sure, that's, that's like a promotion. That's that they're yeah, having. that's that's a that's a good link. No, but no, I'll never I'll never cross do anything. You'll never yeah, because cardigan to each. Yeah. You don't have this problem. No. Yeah. Good thing I have some baseball. I have some baseball merch I can wear to a baseball game, though. Oh. Which any of you can get. Yeah, it's going to cruiser for a bruising. Yeah. So it's like wearing a band shirt at a concert. I've heard people say that's a faux pas. And I'm going to say to them, I don't care. No, I, I like different. this band. Yeah, I think that's different. Yeah. But some people think that's tacky. No. And if that's tacky, I don't want to be right. 
I, I no, I, I, that's that's going too far. Yeah. How dare you show that you're a fan of an artist at their event? Like what? what? That's, yeah. I think that's pretentious take. I would say. I think I have a a, a history on the gorilla, the Suns gorilla, but it's very long and. It just takes too much time. Yeah. So I, to wrap I, this up. I, I, I mean, we, we've been talking 15 minutes about nothing related yeah. to basketball. I think yeah. the people needed that. Yeah. We just, Ron, sometimes can the we Bucks, just gotta go. Can the Bucks still win a title? Absolutely they can. Jordan, can the Bucks still win a title? They can still win one, yes. I think so too. So the season's not over. <laughs> There's still hope. The you Bucks know. are still favored to get the one seed. Yep. Just All go take okay. care of business. They control their own destiny. Fix they the vibes. Destiny, I lost it. I'm Rohan, do sure. it now. Uh, thank you for listening to whatever the hell this was. Uh, here here on the Eurostep Podcast Network feed uh, crossover. Winning six Eurostep. Uh, thank you. If you're here, like shout out to you, man. Like whoever. Just, we're we're going to get some tweets and discords about this this last 15 for sure. I look forward to this. I hope so because it's just it, it it's it's very entertaining and I feel like it's what people need right now because as the as the subtitle says we are coping with the Bucks getting absolutely shellacked by the Celtics but we it has been a pleasure doing it all with you guys make sure you check out gspn.info for all the links uh and like we mentioned earlier uh we are having a live event on Tuesday April 4th we are doing a Brewers Mets and a box wizards watch party at pilot project in milwaukee in the brewery district it's about a block and a half ish west of fiserv forum uh so make sure you come uh hang out with us the whole gspn crew minus eugene unfortunately uh and uh it'll be a good time but thank you for listening make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast platform of choice or watching this on youtube leave a five-star rating and review on your podcast platform of choice pod random and we will talk to you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.